0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Directly across from you, Mr. Joe McGranahan, mayor of Shimoka, Dam, Hall of Fame broadcaster with the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters in charge of global tsunami response and volcanoes. Uh, volcanoes. The I volcanoes. Enough volcanoes. Enough volcanoes. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's a Pima job that he's got, so we appreciate that. Actually, you were on the... Uh, it
2: was called the Pennsylvania Emergency Communications Committee, which I chaired for a number of years and no longer chair. Okay. It's now in the capable hands
1: of Matthew Leitner. So they switched <laughs> you to volcanoes as a result. Well, so no, they- you switched me to volcanoes. <laughs> Pima didn't switch you to <laughs> volcanoes in Pennsylvania. What they about were happy
2: Earth- to let me retire. Who does earthquakes? Um, you know, we don't really have a czar for earthquakes okay. yet. jeez.
1: The position is open. Would you like to apply? I can speak on <laughs> your behalf. I was here when we had an earthquake one time. This was about ten years ago. The yeah, table was a tiny a sh- little rumble. Yep, damaged the Washington Monument and wiggled our table here. So that was exciting. But, uh, yeah, so that is uh, Joe. He's all of those uh, few things I mentioned. Mark Lawrence, former Sunbury Citizen of
2: the Year, <laughs> during the year when they had exceptional wisdom. He's still oh, yeah. strikingly handsome to this day. <laughs> Oh, you stop. (laughs) Say more. Lay minister in his church. He's a wonderful human being. So there, now we both build each other up and now let's tear each other down. (laughs) I think my wife just threw up a little bit in her mouth. Mine was gagging as well. (laughs) Really? Get a room. You two. (laughs) A prophet is without honor in his own land. Oh boy.
1: All right. Well, welcome aboard. And we are, but no one without Rob center, our fabulous producer. So we appreciate him. Nobody gets on the radio, but through him. And so we're glad that Rob center is over there (laughs) to borrow, uh, from a famous quotation. Uh, We got, uh, let's see, half a dozen emails uh, pending. One relates to the community college in Sunbury. One of our good listeners uh, sent us a note, and to that end, uh, uh, we gleaned it down. Joe, I'll move this over there. This is a perfectly good time to read this. It is? Okay. Oh, my
2: God, that's too long. No, it's not. You can do it. What is the current status of the community education project? I understand they must have a sponsor. Are they Northumberland County Commissioners, the Shikalumi School District, and the City of Sunbury on board with this? Must a local college help to sponsor? This Congratulations to our Braves. I've waited a long time for this as a fan. And then from John Shipman comes this. And John says, hello, Mark. There is Here is the status of the SVCEP. We are, one, meeting with local community leaders, school boards, and other groups to inform the public and build support. Two, working with an outstanding Pennsylvania University to reach an agreement for their partnership. This is necessary to shepherd the community through the certification process. Three, we plan to ask the county commissioners for a resolution of financial support this summer. For after these pieces are in place, we can submit our application uh, the, to the Pennsylvania Department of Education to formally establish our own local community college. Thanks so much for your support. All right, so John.
1: that's from John Shipman. Got some other emails pending. We can look through those. Lately, we've talked about Governor Cuomo. Uh, he's hanging in there. It looks like I guess he'll hang in there while uh, the investigations are underway. We've Coach, talked Have about you heard the latest
2: outrage, though, the one that's making the news today, that MSNBC has been all over this morning? Uh, GOP Senator Johnson said he didn't feel threatened by Capitol rioters, but might have had they been Black Lives Matter
1: protesters. They're now saying this is absolute racism. Well, if you're... If you're white, he's not afraid of you. But if you're black, he is. I mean, that's, well, that's what he said. He didn't really mince
0: words. Yeah,
2: I think he, I think he came out looking a little dumb because he could have phrased it a little better. But I think, I think his point was. Now, tell me if you think disagree with this. I think his point was that the uh, tradition traditionally the people who have been in support of President Trump have been nonviolent. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, respected law and order. That they mm-hmm. didn't fight with the police. They they weren't aggressive. So this was out of character for them. You know, I think if he had phrased it that way, saying, we would never—we didn't suspect this. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have suspected it, because in the past they have been peaceful and uh, respectful, unlike the protesters, uh, where, where, of course, the issue is entirely different, where someone has actually been killed, or, you know, and people are protesting the fact that he died unnecessarily and perhaps illegally. So, I mean, they're not really the same thing, but I don't—I'm not certain—they're saying
1: this is absolute proof. This is overt racism. Well, he accidentally told the truth. Well, that's it's, what they're saying. That's right? happened. So, um, yeah, this he is said, it. This is what the Joe Peggs
2: show. Uh, right. He said, probably. I knew these These are people that love this country, that truly respect law enforcement, would never do anything to break the law. But we have it so, here. Why so I just...
3: wasn't concerned. You got it?
2: Yep, we got her Okay.
1: Let's hit it.
3: Also criticized because I've made the comment that on January 6th, I never felt threatened. Because I didn't, and mainly because I knew that even though those thousands of people that were were, uh, marching to the Capitol were trying to pressure people like me to vote the way they wanted me to vote, I knew those were people that love this country, that uh, truly respect law enforcement, would never do anything to, to break a law, and so I wasn't concerned. Now, had the tables been turned, Joe, this would get me in trouble. Had the tables been turned and President Trump won the election, and those were tens of thousands of black lives matter and antifa protesters. I might have been a little concerned well, have... it
4: 's a, it's a big statement, but you know, it 's a true statement. We see the, the <laughs> recent history
2: <laughs> I, I think what 's interesting there is that you know the people like Morning Joe pick up the part about black lives
1: matter, but they don 't mention antifa. You know, and Antifa is largely white. Oh, people. That He mentions Antifa. Yeah, that's a slight mitigating factor in his. But I think what it does is reveals uh, that uh, he fears blacks as being violent and that he doesn't fear whites as being violent. He also sees the white protesters and rioters and a few of whom were insurrectionists at the Capitol since they're all white. He still, even though they assaulted police officers and literally broke their way into the building, he still sees them as law-abiding citizens who yeah. wouldn't hurt a police he officer. Should have, he should have maybe phrased it by saying,
2: you know, up to this point, I believe these were people who, you know, would never do
1: anything like this, but now they have done it, you know. So <laughs> well, yeah, I just think he inadvertently spoke the truth. He obviously uh, has an inherent bias against blacks and is afraid of them, so he accidentally mentioned that normally, he weighs his words, and since then he's hasn't issued an apology, but he's clarified that he meant to keep that in. He didn't mean to reveal that he has that fear of blacks. Well, do you that remember it what accidentally slipped out? What cost juan
2: Williams his job with n p
1: r speaking the truth accidentally?
2: <laughs> He said that if he got on an airplane and saw people in uh, traditional Islamic garb, that he would be afraid. Right. This was back at the height of the, uh, you know, the beheadings and everything else. And they fired him for that. He since has landed on Fox News and does a wonderful job for them on programs right, it like The right Five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
2: but I mean, you know, if you are afraid of something, if, if you are personally afraid of it, and you express that fear... Is that meant to start a discussion that could possibly lead to changes or improvements, or is it meant to just be something that
1: we wave and a flag at you and say, you're a racist? Well, I think if you go on the radio or TV and you reveal that you still have an inherent bias against blacks or people of Middle Eastern descent, okay. I think it reveals to your employer who you really were all along and who you really are. And that is not somebody that they want employed, who's just simply afraid of blacks because they're concerned that they could be violent, just because they've seen some violence, even though 99 99.99% of the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer were non-violent as we witnessed around here. No, they were 99.9% here, over of over them over. were not non-violent, Whatever Mark. the proper <laughs> percentage is, I have no idea. But when now, when he sees any black, he is afraid that they are a violent individual. No, he's it's afraid of rebe- Black Lives Matter people, he said. He didn't say, I'm afraid of
2: any black person. He didn't say if I see a black person coming okay. down the street, we can, I run and hide.
1: You can <laughs> reinterpret and filter his words as much as you want. He inadvertently revealed who he he really was. And he inadvertently told the truth. And for that, it, it isn't a finable okay. offense in the U.S. to be prejudiced. Well, it's just a, a, a revelation. Most people don't disclose Mark it. Mark Lawrence is at
2: the Capitol on uh, that day, June the 6th or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, you see a group of people with Trump signs coming down the street. Are you going to be afraid of them?
1: Based supporters? on based
2: on the based on the history of the of the Trump movement, are you going to be afraid of them? Are you afraid well, that they're going had to been harm you?
1: Prior to December sixth, no, not December. I, Is it December sixth? Yeah, yeah well, I probably would, 6th, would have just day. watched with fascination. But since then, and I've always had a sense that they they're pretty close to the edge. I mean, they're they, they are individuals. The, the real cultists are really fed up, and I would not uh, I, I would be nervous around them. But I have been in and around the Black Lives Matters program protests around here and seeing well, around them put here down they're certainly
2: r- peaceful I mean there's no, no well disruption. that's the
1: story nationwide I know you can pick out an exception and say, "Oh, this one confronted here or whatever well, it happens let's take, to let's, be. Let's,
2: let's drop out the black people for a moment let's talk about Antifa the riots in Portland and, the, and in the northwest they're still rioting now you know would you be afraid if it was a group of Antifa people out there with their face covered with masks and they uh, armed with the things that they traditionally armed themselves with and setting fires and looting would that would that concern you? Would you be afraid if they were there?
1: I think you can can be concerned about violent groups acting violently. That certainly is the the tradition of Antifa to be destructive of property. I I don't know that I I think if they push up against the police, that that can be injurious to police. There's no argument about that. But I do think that for the most part, Antifa makes a point of trying to destroy property If, if I'm summarizing that correctly. I mean, everything I know about Antifa I can fit on one page, but I honestly think that if if you saw if you said okay that's an Antifa group and they actually had a sign that says that which they don't do that but and they were coming right at you and they're busting windows and glass and and pushing down the cops on both sides I would get out of the way. Okay. Well, now Trump supporters, you know, do you believe that these people were typical of Trump
2: supporters? Do you believe this was the average Trump supporter who no, caused this problem? No, the people who problem? busted
1: in are the top ten percent. The top 10 percent of the Trump supporters, the most violent, the most fed up, the most interested in lynching, the most interested in, right. you know, putting whatever they're whoever they were going to put in those handcuffs. We don't really know Well, that, I mean,
2: they were, that they, they were yelling, hang Mike Pence. I mean, that should be enough to scare you. Uh, anybody that, that advocates that kind of violence should certainly be considered a danger and a threat and something that I could legitimately say I was afraid of. But heretofore, or prior to that time, you would not have felt that way because there have not been a history of – of Trump riots. Now there have been individual beatings back when he was running, where he urged people to beat up somebody who uh, <laughs> who was at, at, at one of his rallies. You know, so I, I think Donald Trump certainly bears responsibility for what happened. How much responsibility we can debate I that like all your day? <laughs> thirty percent. I'll go thirty percent. But you know, since then I maybe modified that. I might up it to thirty-five or forty. Okay. You know, because I, I am concerned about that kind of rhetoric, and I must admit it's it's been very peaceful not having his. Twitter accounts coming online every day, but did you see today that the Washington Post had to apologize to President Trump? I didn't for notice it. I about haven't him. read
1: the Post today. I don't look at the whole thing anyway. But uh, you brought that to my attention, so we'll talk about that. We got a caller standing right. by. We got one. Uh, Text. Oh, that's left over from yesterday. Yeah, we'll try to read uh, the—or, I'm sorry, one email left over from yesterday. The text is today. Go ahead and gl- glance at he that. He says, good morning.
2: Remember, Trump called for those people to go to the Capitol. Biden never would have.
1: It's his fault, 100%. 100%. Okay. Well, he did tell them also, if if 100% of his words matter, then what about the one where he said to, to go be peaceful, peacefully—well, peacefully. to go to peacefully protest, so— Again, if if you're going to say 100% of what he says counts, then you have to include that, where he did uh, try to, his CYA moment was to say, to stick the word peaceful where it didn't belong. All right, 1-800-795-9565. First caller of the morning, and uh, the last caller before a quickie break, Dan's on the line from New Berlin. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
5: Hey, good morning, guys. Why, you know, I meet. Trump voters every day I meet new ones too I walk a lot here and other places and I haven't met a one yet that's not a great person and patriot what my Trump friends always say we're peaceful people but do not come for my guns (laughs) then there's going to be real trouble once the government would get to that part, everyone, including me, would become civil disobedient. And and a lot of Trump voters I know add another thing on there, and I do too. Do not come for my guns or my Bible. There's going to be real problems. And I don't know any Trump voters that... That would over try to overthrow the government or anything like that. But most uh, are the nicest people you want to meet.
2: Well, then who were those people in Washington on December the sixth? the Trump and who were they? On to the MAGA wearing MAGA hats and carrying Trump flags.
5: Well, there was some antifa mixed in there, mm, and what we sure happened there. A lot of them agitated. Uh, the trump voters and you know we were upset because of the way the election went where and I, to this day Joe I believe that election was taken from us and but nevertheless we're gonna go with the flow but if they do if they get the legislation through they want to do on this New process of the election, we're going to lose every election from now on. The Democrats will win every one if they get the legislation they want, the four items. But no, I think what happened, we were mad anyway because we lost the election. I think the agitators knew they could fire, fire up them people. And they
1: went in. Well, the agitators so, were the QAnon people and the Oath Keepers. Yeah, in the, I think in the they were percentage. the ones. But they were wearing MAGA hats.
5: Well, they're, and, they're
1: not Antifa. And, you said Antifa stirred these people right. up. Right. FBI just said the other day, repeated, they've, they're up to like 250 arrests, and said they are all. Just working class Trump zealots, members of these different organizations, who plan to go to cause some kind of trouble, not necessarily go as far as they did. They really had hoped to be a significant disruptor to the process, not necessarily a breaker well, in. President the Trump Hold summoned on. them. Hold He's on, anyway. Anyway, I don't, anyway, the I FBI don't says agree there's. With n- Trump had
5: a oh. thing.
1: The FBI says there's absolutely no evidence that Antifa was involved in that. Okay, so that's that's the key. Go ahead, Dan.
5: Yeah, I disagree that Trump had anything to do with it. Yeah, he, we were all disappointed how we were treated in that election, and I support what Fred K- Keller tried to do. But uh, I, you know, them. Rioters, as you want to call them, insurgents, were partly right. We are losing our country. Every day Biden's in office, we're losing it. Look what he did to the border down there. It is one mess.
1: (coughs) By accepting kids at the border, he's ruined the country? Yeah, Rather than turning them away?
5: Right. Seems harsh. Being sent down every day. They start at Columbia... It it quadrupled <laughs> since he got in. They knew he was going to be elected. The people he's that's going to the border. They're even coming from foreign countries. Going to Colombia and starting up the along through Mexico, through the of course through Central America, through Mexico to our border. That's how many are coming in from all over and. That's what's being ruined. That's one thing.
1: That's just one thing. All right, got to get another caller
2: going. Ruining. Well, we have a
1: break So to you tape. guys
5: have a great one. You too, great Dan. Take talking. care.
1: Thank you so much. All right, we have one online occupied, one pending email on topic, so we'll read that in a moment. We invite you to call us, 1-800-795-9565. <laughs> you can email us at, at com. We will be right back. All right. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Uh, two messages, one text, one email, Joe. Right. Uh, one
2: says, Mark, please do not take Senator Ron Johnson's statement out of context because you're making it fake news when you do that, or you're making it sound like you want it to sound. Ron Johnson was talking about a movement, BLM and Antifa, not black people. BLM has many different ethnic groups. Thank you for letting me voice my opinion. And that's what we do. Well, I think
1: that's what everybody does. I, I, I may be doing that. And, you know, I'll, I'll uh, confess if guilty. But but listen to Dan. I mean, he hears what he wants to. He thinks the election was stolen. He thinks that uh, President Trump does not lie. So I think people hear what they want. And our good emailer hears what they want when they hear Ron Johnson. And I, I think that's what people do. Well, I certainly understand how his remarks could be interpreted particularly his tone, how
2: they could be interpreted as being racist. But I think what he probably didn't do was give it context. I'm, I, I'm not certain that he actually meant what he said. But, you know, to go on down the road and call him, <laughs> as they said, uh, he's not even pretending this isn't racist. This is ugly. This is wrong. This is racist.
1: What's the show I don't on, know that it is. What's the show on CNN at 10 p.m.? I forget his name. Uh, where everything is through the filter of Don the race. Lemon. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. He, yeah. he listened to this. He said, okay show's over. It's all We've right. We've heard it. <laughs> right. We now know the, what the truth is from Ron Johnson, the congressman.
2: And one of our texters says, yes, Dan, the election was stolen by Democrats because we voted Trump <laughs> out. Biden 2024.
1: Yeah, people seem to uh, often thank you for that uh, text. That is very succinct. People seem to think the election was stolen because of the big margins or this or that. Well, Democrats organized in the moment uh, Trump won election, they swore and double swore they would never let that happen again. So they were were, uh, as Kevin would say... During so they cheated and game, stole it, right? Right, as Kevin would say... <laughs> oh, you agree with No, me. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about what no, I, I was know thinking you, I know you were. The, <laughs> the, uh, I think th- people seem to think that uh, sometimes a good team loses because they get outplayed. And that's what happened to Trump's supporters. Yes, there's 70 million more. Even in second place, he got more votes than any other presidential candidate before, minus one who outplayed him and out outorganized But I still think if he had been gracious about it instead of... Prolonging the agony, if you will. Oh, well, that's a that mistake, the Senate right. would
2: be in Republican hands today. I believe that cost us the ele- right. two and elections
1: think, think, in Georgia. Think the condition the country would be if the Senate were Republican. You know, if you don't like the things that President Biden is doing and which get uh, pretty short discussion in the House and Senate these days, if you if the Senate had just stayed Republican, you would have a check and balance system underway, and you would have the president having to work with the other side, both
2: parties having to come together. You wouldn't have a one point. trillion stimulus package that has only you know, a very small percentage of it going to COVID relief and the rest of it going to Democratic wish lists around right, the country. Well, you crystal- can have that. Uh, wish lists around the country.
1: Certainly half of the stimulus was a long-held Democratic programs that they would have loved to have had enacted 50 years ago. But, yeah, so you say, okay, so Trump was a zealot and a, a mister uh, uh, didn't believe the truth and, and fomented all kinds of violence and, and really deep, deep division. What's the cost of that? Well, that's the cost. That is the you cost. You lose the Senate. He lost the election and just couldn't accept that fact. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five. Oops, I guess we'll be out of time. Eric uh, uh, can typically take a couple of minutes, and that will wrap us up. Uh, so that'll be the last calling opportunity this this hour. But uh, nine a.m. is open. We can. We haven't talked about Governor Cuomo. We should explore more deeply this Washington Post apology that Joe yes, found, can. and we also have. Uh, something else to discuss that escapes me. So let's put Eric, Eric on. <laughs> Thank you. Let's put Eric on the radio.
4: Eric? Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, did you guys note the uh, Wall Street Journal article last Thursday or Friday, which highlighted Port Treverton, Pennsylvania? What? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Google it. Uh, Wall Street Journal, Port Trevorton, Pennsylvania. They uh, highlighted a, a family from Port Trevorton who was able to get COVID shots because of support of rural uh, transportation for uh, people going to the hospital and so forth. So it talked about this family with this four generations living in the same household in Fort Treverton, but they used rapid transit to uh, get support, and the, the mother was able to use rabbit tra- oh, the grandmother to, to go get her shot and the great-grandmother and so forth. But, yeah, it was a wonderful article, uh, probably two or three columns and, like, six or seven pictures, but a really wonderful article uh, about Port mm-hmm. Treverton and rapid transit, a a system I would add, which has been supported by some of this stimulus money to to give to support uh, rural transit to make sure our folks who don't have transportation can get into get health care, such as uh, getting their shots. Very how good did, article.
1: How did they characterize Port Trabants? Did they say anything about the good town or the you know the good uh, region itself? Well,
4: Port. Hortum is not even a town. It's a village. We're an unincorporated body. We're a village. Uh, it just happened to notice that um, the one slant kind of showed us kind of Appalachian-like. It kind of showed them feeding the animals, and, and you kind of walked away not knowing the area that we are, you know, more like Appalachian, which I guess technically would see Mountain Appalachian we kind of are. But no, I, I think it portrayed uh, very positive, this family very positive, again, four generations living together trying to you make it during tough times, and uh, that... Uh, Rabbit Transit allowed them to get the health care they need including the shots because we have a system in Pennsylvania where we have uh, uh, transportation to get people into getting health care.
2: So got, got, got any stills down there?
1: <laughs> so you're Appalachian-like. <laughs> Not, I'm just nothing, curious.
4: Nothing I'm going to say on the air, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, most of the stills are in Union County. Oh, okay. We'll hey, thanks for your call, Eric. We've yeah, got to take you. a break for the news. We'll be back. You're listening to On the Mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Sure, we always thank our sponsor, the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I've done on many occasions. Build vehicles, order them, have them delivered to the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, when you start that train at sunburymotors.com, we're going to be talking about that Mustang Maki during this uh, next hour as well. This is okay Sunbury. Night.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great things. Welcome on board the WKOK Live telephone talk show. On the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mister Joe is across from me, and Mister Rob is uh, making everything uh, go perfectly on the radio. So we appreciate that. You are where you are, and now your job is to call us. So we are talking about some of the most important issues of the day. We're talking about let's see, Congressman uh, Ron Johnson and his remarks on the Joe Pags show, indicating that uh, he would have enjoyed great fear? Had they been Black Lives Matter? No, or that's not what he said. He said, I may have been a little more
2: concerned.
1: Look, I hear things through the My filter. So a little concerned, <laughs> he said, but what about a little them.
2: concerned?
1: I use the Lawrence Worthless filters. <laughs> that's, but that's what, what I that's what happens
2: hear. when he says I well, would it's be a, a human concerned. condition.
1: Show it's not. <laughs> it, it isn't. I mean, he said I'd have been phenomenon. scared.
2: I'd have been scared out of my wits. <laughs> then you have a valid point. But he said I would have been a little concerned. Said he wasn't concerned by the Trump supporters. He'd been a little concerned if they were BLM or Antifa.
1: Meaning, if if they were white, it's okay. If they're black, you should. <laughs> it, it's danger. Danger, Will Rogers. Danger on the Marcus. So we're talking about that. We Bill haven't mentioned... Quilvin, uh, w- we haven't mentioned... Uh, <laughs> that's what does true? Will yeah, Rogers sorry, have to do with my, any of this? The Robinsons. <laughs> Will Robinson, not Will okay. Rogers. Look, I'm over 80. This I'm is trying what to get getting follow this program over here. I'm having trouble. This is what you get. <laughs> Says the man who still has Mario Cuomo as governor of New York. <laughs> On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us one 800 795 want to talk about this Walls, uh, New York Times apology. One of our good listeners uh, clued us in on a Wall Street Journal article that uh, features a family in Port Trevorton. we can talk about that. Uh, we have uh, talked about, uh, as we mentioned, the Ron Johnson appearance on the Joe Pag Show, which is widely viewed as being a uh, racist to remark. But and then our good lawmakers who
2: really cashed in during the pandemic here in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, that spotlight PA story. Yeah, yeah that's, that's coming up goody. in a couple seconds. So we're going to hit the news headlines. We invite you to text us at 70 with your opinion. We invite you to email us at on the mark at onthemarkatwkok.com and uh, you can call us one 800 795 Now the aforementioned and uh, promised news headlines. A Dalmatian man arrested uh, for allegedly raping a 12-year-old girl. Stonington State Police say they did the investigation. 30-year-old Patrick Whitehead arrested their uh, multiple felony charges. A quarter million dollar bail there. The level. Level up program at Lackawanna College, including at its Sunbury Center, has been recognized by National Business Magazine, Fast Company, for being an example of socially responsible programs in a community. The program allows high schoolers around here to get ahead and earn an associate's degree with reduced tuition costs before they go off to college as Sunbury Campus Director Phil Campbell.
6: We are taking real approaches to
7: heading off the
4: student loan debt
7: that's going on in America right now. They have projected so far with all the students who have gone through, they saved almost a million dollars total
1: the college was recognized by the Fast Company publication. Campbell says if students are interested in enrolling, Edu, or talk to their local guidance counselor. In case you didn't get the text, uh, text connect message yesterday, more of Pennsylvania is opening up. The governor made the announcement. He says as of Easter Sunday, restaurants may resume bar service. Alcohol service doesn't have to be tied to food anymore and there's no more curfew. Capacity at other businesses, indoor and outdoor venues also expanded. You can Read that at WKOK.com. The governor also reiterated that mask-wearing, social distancing, and business adherence to all guidelines is still imperative. Spotlight PA reporting today, within weeks of the first coronavirus cases last spring, the state legislature began to meet remotely, in many cases, from their homes because they couldn't meet in the Capitol because desks are spaced fewer than six feet apart, but that didn't stop them from cashing in on available expense reimbursements. The Spotlight PA analysis found that lawmakers requested and received $726,000 from the beginning of March as the pandemic emerged through the end of 2020 for lodging and meals if they went to and from the Capitol or anywhere in the state. The analysis found two House Democratic lawmakers each padded their salaries by more than $24,000 in additional taxpayer money during that time through the special perk known as per diems. Per diems have long been criticized as an unnecessary largesse for the country's largest full-time Did you mention the political parties of these people? I think that would be relevant. Uh, House Democratic lawmakers? Yeah, well, it's in there. I might have glossed over it. But, uh, Democrats, yeah, you say? Yeah, the House found two House Democratic lawmakers. Each padded their salaries by more than $24,000. say who they were. Uh, it, the Spotlight Report does not do that. I would have a feeling that there's probably a click-through if you were uh, looking at this on the original Spotlight. Publication. This is just a printout. Per diems, oh, you know what they are, okay? Uh, Pennsylvania has some of the most generous per diem rates. So you sit at your kitchen table and you log on uh, to Harrisburg and you can can participate, and you claim two hundred dollars in per diem. Now, (laughs) last time I checked, at our office they would call that fraud. (laughs) But if you if you're an elected lawmaker, you're in. Well, I'm doing the people's business song. Well the people's course, business. Yeah, there, mm. you know. Finally, some local doctors in California formed a singing group called Vaxin8. There's eight of them, and so that's the vax, and then the letter N, and then the number eight, and they came up with a vaccination song based on Hamilton. I'm not
2: throwing away my shot. I'm not throwing away my shot. They' oh, just like my country. I'm down,
3: and angry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. Time to take a shot. I dream of life without a fully D. Every patient will be careful in their time of need. Waiting rooms always a no place to be comfortable. Got a triage while protecting the vulnerable with my shot.
1: Yo, a treat the infectious. We vaccinated safely now with decades of practice. Now MMR and polio are things of the past. We'll have a blast beating this COVID at last. It's gonna take a shot, shot. but we'll never. I think they better keep their day jobs. <laughs> oh, Joe, that was a great little rap. Appreciate that. Thank you, Rob. All right. Great. we got callers waiting. Upper right-hand corner Joe, please. Uh, Says, no,
2: Joe, that. Trump really didn't lose the election. One day the truth will be revealed. That small truth that was in the Washington Post this morning. There is so much that we don't know that happened in the 2020 election because they wouldn't look into the mail in, mail-in ballots. You can't say for a fact that we know that the election was not stolen. We just have to accept it. And whomever is running the country now can ruin it in four short years. Look for our huge stock market reset soon as this is new stimulus money gets as this new stu- soon as this new stimulus
1: money gets into the market inflation wow see it's a human condition i'm telling you <laughs> all right thank you so much for that uh, email we'll take more sent that way on the market www.kok.com two callers waiting two coming in we'll start out with we'll Stan stand at the top of the list good morning sir you're on the mark
7: good morning uh you know, Ron Johnson, uh, I didn't hear what he said, and he has his feelings, and he's allowed to express them, don't you think? I mean, it's still we still have freedom of speech in this country.
2: No one's saying sure. he doesn't have freedom of speech. They're just saying that his speech was racist. Nobody wants to cancel him.
7: Why though. Why? Why was it racist? Just because he expressed an opinion.
1: Is that racist? Expressed a racist opinion. Yes, it did. Which he is perfectly allowed to hold and admit to. That's no problem. It's, uh, it's a free country, as you say.
7: I think he was look you know, considering what happened all last summer with what was going on with the BLM riots and the Antifa, you know, riots and destruction in this country. So that might have been some of his influence in that. But irregardless, he said what he said, and I can't defend or, you know, or or, or praise him. It is what it is. So I'll let that one go. Now, let's go to the Washington Post and what all they right. did to Trump. All right. So they, they made a report out there that he was telling the, the Secretary of State down there in Georgia that they needed to, well, the investigator, that they need to find a fraud and that they would be the national hero. Well, they released the tapes of that conversation yesterday or the day before, and none of those words were in there. Yeah. So when when is the Washington Post going to be held accountable for their lies? Because that was spread out through all the media.
2: Not only that, but you you make that point. CNN, ABC News, NBC News, and USA Today all subsequently claimed that they had confirmed the Washington Post's reporting. So they were lying just as much as the others. Now,
7: didn't didn't Nick Sandman get... uh, Nobody knows for sure what kind of settlement he got from CNN and knows over the lies about him. Now, I know... Trump was president so he can't sue him for libel and blah 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 because it is what it is. But they need to be held accountable for their lies. You know, and that was that, all those lies were used in the in the fake impeachment hearing.
1: Right. Yep. D- Joe, you have that clipping. T- tell I do. tell our audience what they said initially and what was really said. Well, this well, is I,
2: I think that uh, Stan just c- see, he confirmed it. They said numerous you claimed that they had confirmed the Washington Post story, which said that in December Trump asked her to find the fraud in the state, and that she would be a national hero if she did. That's what they claimed. She, he said, which means
1: January, December, or, December, okay, in
2: December. When he was spoken to Francis Watson, but what was really said was. What was really said was none of that. <laughs>
7: uh, well, you want to know what he said?
2: Yes, please. I got it right here. Oh, good. Thank he
7: said, told, told her to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County. They'll find dishonesty there. And then she said he told her that she has the most important job in the country right now. That's what was said.
1: And who who fed that lie to the Post?
7: <laughs> well, it was anonymous sources, of course.
2: Right, and you know those same anonymous, oh, okay. anonymous sources that okay. wrote the
1: book and did all the other like, stuff, totally anonymous. Hey, I, I guess what I know isn't that funny.
2: You know, it, it's sad that they ha- that this comes after the fact. That so often is the case. You know, what right. is it? Uh, Winston Churchill used to say, "the the lie has uh, the lie goes halfway around the world before the truth gets its pants on." So, <laughs> right,
7: and, and and you know that was used in the in the uh, you know the impeachment trial. The Democrats focus on that, you know, I guess they were trying to call that, what, obstruction of justice or something along the lines, or, or coercion, I forget exactly how they termed it, when it was all a lie. So they got up in front of the, the Senate and lied their pants off.
1: Well, can you, now, were, can they you, going you to be introduce, in a trial, can you introduce anonymous sources as evidence?
7: They were No, they weren't anonymous sources. They were using it from the newspaper. So the newspaper, all the paper, all the reporting, you know, all the major media, they were reporting that, so they took it as gospel.
1: Well, I think they president was convicted based on the preponderance of the evidence. He, not wasn't, just, convicted. he wasn't convicted. He wasn't convicted. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, he was a- acquitted based on the preponderance of the evidence that was in front of them, and that's probably why he was acquitted, regardless of the, you know, the the Democrats who voted one way or another and Republicans who voted one way or another. I think he was acquitted because of exactly that kind of thing. If you use anonymous sources as direct evidence, well, I'm surprised it's even legal, but of course it's the Senate, so anything goes. But in a real courtroom, you'd never be able to do that. Hey, I read in a newspaper, an anonymous account, the judge would laugh you off the bench. But anyway, okay, Uh, Stan, last word. Go ahead, please. You
7: know, when when you have uh, senators that are biased, you know, in in a normal courtroom, all the jurors would have been tossed out. Every one of those 100 would have been tossed out. And then when you have the presiding officer also voting, on whether convict or or acquit in a, in an impeachment file, you know trial, well, that's no better. That's just as bad. So, yeah, the whole thing was a farce, and it was worthless, wasted taxpayers' money. You know, and the whole time they were preaching, doing, going through this whole charade. People were sitting at home, were, were hurting because of the COVID, that and waiting on the COVID release relief that the Democrats promised were going to happen today. Fine was inaugurated.
1: <laughs> yes, if if they are hurting so help terribly, is on the way badly Excuse us. while we do a partisan lynching. We'll be right back to important federal relief momentarily. All right, Stan, we got you. Thank you so much for your great nice great Thank points. You. Very care. much appreciated. Yep. Uh, either one of those emails, Joe, and then we'll so, put Chris on. Okay. The
2: hypocrisy on the left is just astounding. Whether it's the problems at the border, a governor who botched the handling of COVID and who apparently is harassing women, or rioting in the streets when Trump was president, it was he's a racist because he puts children in cages, an Obama policy. He's a rapist because of some things he may have said, and he incited an insurrection at the Capitol. Incidentally, that would be the lamest insurrection ever seen, seeing that most of the none of the rioters had weapons. Every day we hear of more arrests from January 6th, but hardly ever hear about any arrests from ongoing rioting and looting by BLM and Antifa. Is it any wonder many people don't believe that the COVID crisis is about our health or that the election was legit? Signed by
1: Doug. yeah, Doug, I think hypocrisy is, as I've said before, a human condition. It isn't owned by the left. I absolutely assure you of that. All right, uh, Chris, stand by. We will be right back. we got callers lined up and another email to read. We will return shortly. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, we do have two open lines, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. The newsroom hands us a note saying Route 147 is blocked south of, just south of Sunbury with that uh, busy intersection at Brush Valley Road. That's that intersection at the base of Poorhouse Hill. And uh, tractor-trailer flipped over there, lost its load of something, and uh, the road's blocked in both directions, we are told. So uh, thank you, Matt. For that information. All right, we go to Chris. Welcome on board, sir. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark.
8: Boy, the clown call, call, clown, cl- clown car is in full swing today. I'll tell you.
1: <laughs> oh, wait till you see the emails.
8: Oh my gosh! Wait till you get some facts.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. First no, no, of all, no.
8: I was going to call up about yesterday's lack of factuality, and this relates to, I suppose, the newspapers and Trump. Joe was complaining that uh, the that, uh, <clears throat> New York Times wasn't calling things that uh, wasn't calling the things Biden said lies.
2: That's right. They called them misleading and exaggerations. But when Trump did it, they were lies.
8: And except that you're wrong.
2: <laughs> Where did they call but, it lies? Give me the, read me that quote.
8: No, I, uh, what I'm talking about is the Times did not do that. The Times did not, at least at least until two or three years into his presidency, except for the one time when he was running as a candidate still, they did call the, the Obama birth certificate thing a lie. And until then, all the newspaper writing, called them exaggerations, misleading remarks, and occasionally falsehoods.
2: So you're saying two years from now
8: say he lied. So you're saying two years from now
2: editorial page. okay, on their editorial page. So it's okay to editorialize it.
8: It's a big sign. It says, you know, it says opinion, (laughs) opinion article right over the top of it.
2: But you have to admit that they did call Trump a liar, and now they're calling Biden a misleading and exaggerating.
8: Well, they didn't didn't call Trump a liar until uh, three months in any article that was news reporting until three years into his presidency if they did it then.
2: They did it then. So, there you go. Come on, so they called him liar every single day. Say you were wrong. No, Joe. I was absolutely right. You're wrong.
8: No. Okay, give them three years to do it before they do it to Biden then. He can lie for three years for the, and get the same pass that uh, that Trump got, okay? Then they'll be the same. You wanted them to treat him just like Trump, right?
2: There I think go. that I think that Now to
8: move on to this Washington Post story, first of all, as far as I can determine, It wasn't a Washington Post story and there was no apology.
2: There was a retraction. I didn't say apology, I said no retraction. There
8: was a correction.
2: They retracted the story, Chris.
8: Okay. You have it your way. I'll go on now. What did they actually what did they actually claim in the first article?
2: That Francis Watson and the conversation Uh, that President Trump urged her to... Will you ask me... I wasn't
8: asking you a question. I was leaning
2: into a remark. Oh, will you ask a question? I'm sorry.
8: Okay. Uh, You said that they said to look into fraud, right?
2: No, find the fraud.
8: Find the fraud. Find the fraud. Find the fraud would almost be better than what he did. He actually said there was a lot of dishonesty in the Fulton County. Uh, voting that uh, there were from 300 to 300,000 bail-in ballots that were not correct. He also uh, said that, did this whole thing about, I forget which phone call this one was, I forget whether this was in which of the two phone calls, but he also said that they were going to, they were uh, a couple million ballots dropped in the middle of the night at off dropped off at the middle of the night that weren't valid. but that isn't what was
2: oh. well that isn't what started the fra- the problem okay, the problem was he finish. they lied about what he said.
8: <clears throat> let me finish. what he said was that that he would find that they would find dishonesty and instead there was dishonesty he said the quote was find fraud find a fair breath of difference between those two statements he, obviously whoever got it didn't have a transcript, he had heard it once and he translated it into almost identical words, and on the other one what was the other one uh, uh, yes, you know, you'll be a hero and what Trump said was when the right answer comes out, you will be praised. Find a hair's breadth of difference between you being praised and you being a hero.
2: Well, there is a hair's breadth of difference there.
8: Yeah, and that's about all it's all about. Like, re- but if you're re- quoting. Statement, but the essence is actually the. But actually then what doesn't correct. bother
2: What doesn't and when bother you. Say you? They
8: misleaded. They told lies. That, that their story was wrong. Read it.
2: Chris. It, Exactly yeah, listen exactly the numerous same thing. numerous listen, listen. other US media outlets including CNN, ABC News, NBC News, USA Today all subsequently claimed that they had confirmed the Washington Post's original reporting which turned out to be a lie.
1: All right Chris People we'll give you the last word.
8: And told them that, that was basically right.
1: We'll give you the last word. Go ahead. 10 seconds. <laughs> So,
8: uh, there's, there's no difference there, Mark. Yes, you know there is there's no difference between the, four, the two statements
1: that yeah, but I can't, they retracted. I can't help Joe. He won't listen. They
8: <coughs> actually, reported. <laughs> All right. There is no difference in meaning.
1: Thank you so much, Chris. So the Thank, only you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.
8: They should have said. We'll be quotes
1: and says that. Right. You
2: know, you're, you're still suffering you, from Chris. TDS, all right, Trump enough, Arrangement Joe. Syndrome. <laughs> Alright, uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe, please. says, On any given day, I read at least 10 different publications, mostly conservative-leaning periodicals, but not all. Most of these publications have an average of 50 or more journalists, many with uh, doctoral degrees, who have written extensively about the election and possible fraud. Their beliefs are not flimsy nor radical. Most present a thorough case for fraud, with days times and actions, etc. It is not a matter of me not accepting Trump was outmaneuvered, as you said, Mark, but fraudulently we Americans were duped. It will take time and maybe a few years, but it will get exposed. Basement Joe did not get 80 million legitimate votes. Signed, Dennis
1: from Sunbury. Oh, my gosh, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. As yes, well, you should be. Stop this deal, please. <laughs> Stop this deal while we still can. All right, Bob, thank you for waiting. You've been on hold an awful long time. Thank you for patience. Go right ahead.
7: Yeah,
9: good Good morning. Uh, the American Rescue Plan I'm calling about, you know, uh, Biden is doing what people need right now, giving people vaccinations and putting money in our pockets. He's helping the American families. And what this stimulus is doing is it is giving 17 billion dollars to veterans it is giving 25 billion to restaurants and bars it is giving 40 billion dollars to renters and homeowners it is paying people's rent 45 billion is for other things FEMA disaster aid is getting 45 billion farmers small businesses and others are getting $109 billion. Vaccinations and health care is $176 billion. Reopening schools and higher education is getting $178 you billion. You mean
2: change that to the tax, teachers' unions?
9: Tax credits, uh, aid, and child care for families are getting $219 billion. Bob, Bob employment Bob. insurance is getting $246 billion. Stop. Stop stop stop, 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 stop. Listen.
1: Listen. Joe's mind is made up. Do not confuse him <laughs> with the facts, all right? How much is going well, to box. fail? Um,
9: uh, $424 billion. It, we're all getting $1,400 checks, which mine will be in the bank tomorrow morning.
2: All right. Lucky you. Okay. Not everybody's getting a check.
9: Well, they're getting. Yes, you, you have a child. You can write off thirty five hundred dollars now for them on your taxes. And
2: how much is going that's to bail out the? Pen, how much is going to bail out the pension plans in New York City and New York State and Chicago and Illinois and California? Well, that's in there, but that's not the preponderance. Uh, of the although money. only nine percent of the bill is going to direct relief for for people suffering from <clears throat> the
1: COVID virus. False statement. Republican talking point. It's
9: all related to widely the American families. Everything in this bill or in this plan is for everybody in our country
1: well it all helps people one way or another i guess you could say that but at what cost i mean think of your grandchildren or your great great great. I, I
9: don't care i'm paying for my past children or past whatever bills <laughs> it right. doesn't affect me very much
2: okay well it's that kind of thinking that leads us down the primrose path with all due respect it does well, affect do everybody. Us, do, you,
9: do you want us to go into a recession and everybody go bankrupt? Want that to, what you want? Well,
2: do you want us to go into inflation, wild inflation like the Weimar Republic?
9: I, I, I really don't care. You don't I'll care about I inflation? I pay for what I got to buy. And yeah. I only buy what I need.
2: All right. Well, that's remarkably cold-hearted to the rest of us who, go ahead, Bob. We'll for whom inflation little, would be devastating. We'll give you the last word. Go right ahead, Bob.
9: Well... You know, uh, Biden inherited this uh, border wall with Trump. Oh, yeah. What he did down there with kids in cages. <laughs> oh,
2: so, yeah, yeah, don't it was be all. we blaming
9: Biden for the problem we have today because. He's only been in office three months.
2: And what did he do in those three months, Bob? He he changed all President Trump's uh, plans. Well, yeah, because they were all bad. No, they weren't. They were keeping (laughs) it (laughs) under control. Our
9: planet, our planet is back to the. No, no. uh, Now you're changing uh, subjects.
2: uh, We're talking about the kids at the border situation, where people are streaming over the border, where kids are now being held longer than they should be. This Uh, is not Trump's fault. This is Biden's fault. I got to step between you two.
9: They're not being separated from their parents, like uh, Trump. Did.
1: Yes, they are. Their
2: parents are sending them over the border
1: right. so that the they can get in. The parents are separating. If the parents there's are separating, there's some parents they're doing that don't
9: it. even make it to the country because they're killed on the way.
1: Wow, well, that, that can happen. There, it's tough row. It can right. happen. Thank you so much, Bob. Thank you for calling in. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Bob. Appreciate right. that. Take All care. All right.
1: Uh, w- any one of those emails, Joe, and then we got to take the break.
2: Trump had a note for a speech saying, build a wall. It was figurative and not to be used literally, meaning policy, not an actual structure. But Trump didn't get it. I don't think that that makes sense. Maybe they meant Biden had a note for a speech saying, build a wall. It was figurative, not to be used literally. I, I don't get that one. Do you, Mark? Mm-mm.
1: Meaning no. policy. Sorry, actual structure. Okay. Clarify and resend that email. Okay. We'll take a quickie break, and uh, we'll be right back. Uh-huh. All right. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. The most patient man in America. Dale, you're on the mark, buddy.
6: Yeah, I want to know how much the CDC spent on marketing their snake oil so far.
2: Well, the snake oil, which one? The, uh, the snake oil from pythons oil or the snake oil from uh, rattlers?
6: Yeah, the coronavirus because basically Taiwan is close to China, right?
2: Taiwan is pretty close to China. Yep, some people say it is okay. China.
6: Okay, they had nine deaths and they got eight hundred cases. And then, first of all, they're not—they don't have solicitation for the CDC because they have their own independence. They—they they are the world leaders in, in uh, emphysema and asthma and lung infections for because they study fung- fungus. They're the world leaders, all right?
1: You mean in finding cures and so on? Their
6: budget's not even a fraction of the CDC, okay? And they only had nine deaths. So now Germany's running over there to try to figure out what's the problem. And Sweden is, too. So basically, if you look at that, kind of the Pondy scheme, which happened to us. And we killed all of our seniors because we couldn't take simple advice.
1: Now, you would say demographically Taiwan is the same as the U.S.? How many people in Taiwan?
6: I don't care a lot less than that. A lot less than
1: what? Yeah, right. Well, I just I I'd,
6: I'd, <laughs> I'd say probably got hundred million, not even Probably eighty million. I don't know, but their are their scientists are better than the CDCs because apparently they're the world leaders in uh, influenza and lung infections because so they've been studying it for the last thirty years. And <clears throat> but the CDC don't have solicitations in Taiwan because they're trying to. Solicitations?
1: China. They don't have solicitations? What yeah, does they mean?
6: can't take over their Ty- uh, Taiwan media or go in there and give them fake numbers and fake information because, you know, Fauci's been tripping over his science words are all. I mean, he, he says one thing, and next thing you know, he turns around and says something else.
1: He has solicitations, in other words.
6: Yeah, Fauci. well, that's okay. what I'm saying. So this is a Chinese product, the CDC, and people are going to keep buying. They're going to, they're going to hold. The Democrats are going to hold this on for another four or five years. This is a tool for them now. I
2: How How many many hate to that? tell you, there are only 23 million people in Taiwan.
6: Yes, and knowing nine deaths in 800 cases. That's pretty. That's pretty extraordinary when they're right next door to China. That's it's an
2: island. It's, I hate to tell <laughs> yeah, you, but it's an island, so, Chris. So you're
6: telling me. You're telling me. You're telling me that the CDC scientists are better than Taiwan scientists? No, I'm they telling have, you
2: that like people that, from China don't get, people from China don't get to come and go to Taiwan easily.
3: Yeah, Taiwan pretty much locked right. themselves down, right? Yeah, like you can't get in or out. Everybody who's there stays there. Yeah, they're yeah, living on
6: top of each other too. So, so don't get that wrong. They can't <laughs> see. They can't yeah. social distance.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, Rob.
6: They, so right basically. <laughs> So basically we got uh, bamboozled because we got a brain dead president who, who were gonna sit there and try to use the coronavirus and
2: suppress them. Which one? I mean basically. the ba- who's the bamboozler here. Who's the brain dead president? The bamboozler. I'd say.
6: I'd say the one who uh, has, wears the Burger King hat.
2: The Burger okay. King hat? Which one's that? Yeah, Is that Trump or
1: yeah. Trump or yeah. Biden?
6: <laughs> right. These guys are big. I could just tell you right now, that's CDC. <laughs> Germany's trying to stay away from them. Germany's trying to ask Taiwan for their information. Okay. See, Germany already knows the CDC is poisoned, but the United States is bought up by China. China owns the United States now. And
1: they what's wrong with a Burger King to- hat, I might ask, having worn one within the past three hours?
6: I don't know. Ask
1: Biden. He funny at All right. We'll check it out. All right. Thank you so much, Dale. Yep. Yeah. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. see the Bar Association in this. Uh, they're I behind do. it. Well, well that's, they, they fully endorse the Burger King hat. said,
2: I applaud you, gentlemen, for having the patience to not get mad with Chris. He asks you a question, and he never lets you answer the question. It's sad, but that's how typical Democrats are. They do not want to hear the truth. They turn everything around to please themselves. Once again, thank you for being calm
1: and professional. Oh, yes. Andrew. <laughs> Republicans are upstanding, listening, natural-born truth seekers. We are. Oh yes. Okay, I got gotcha. you. All right, noted. Oh, uh, now I made it so you can't read it. Right. There the
2: Trump called military. The, the Trump. The Trump called military losers was also started by anonymous sources for the Atlantic. No evidence of truth, right. and that's true too. And then another one. Trump was called a liar from the time he came down from that escalator in July of 2015 when he announced he was running. Chris, get some fresh air in your brain cells. Another list agrees down here it says oh my chris's tds is shining through today <laughs> <laughs> all right and that leads us to this thomas who says the right wing nuts are on the warpath today hilarious <laughs> i think we're all nuts it just seems to me that we are all nuts
1: uh, we are not men there warpath is no, isn't
2: that insensitive to there, the native there americans there
1: is no well i guess everybody could be on a warpath if they so chose
2: but it's usually refers All to Native right. Americans.
1: One of our good listeners sent us a note yesterday and asked, uh, is the Mustang I'm driving, which I'm about to talk about, is that Mustang, does it have uh, a motor or four motors? And uh, so I sent a note to Kyle, misdialing his name or misspelling his name badly, but he knew what I meant. The Mustang I drove, does it have one motor and gears or four motors and, and one? I'm you t- mistyped and said it doesn't have one motor. I know. The whole noise is (laughs) terrible. That's voice to text. I shouldn't have allowed that. Anyway, so Kyle responded and said the all-wheel drive one, like you drove, has an electric motor for the front axle and one electric motor for the rear Axon. So the answer was two. Right. So, uh, yeah, two motors. And we are talking about the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com, the Mustang that I am driving. Just a gorgeous color, too. I haven't talked about that. You have it? That ruby red. Uh, No, no. You said you're driving. No, I drove it. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I drove it. And uh, it is just a fabulous electric vehicle. You can plug it in at your home with 110. If you so choose, you can have the Ford Mustang charging device installed at your and that connects to 220, and then it'll charge even faster. But if you have a couple hours to charge it overnight, you can just plug it into 110. You don't really need to rewire anything uh, to have that happen. Most people might not have 220 in their garage, but some do. But in any event, uh, once you got it fully charged up, you get 270 miles with a particular vehicle that I drove, but you get over 300 miles with the California Highway 1 version. Uh, it does have a single-speed transmission, so as soon as you tromp on the gas, way you go. It is just crazy. It's quiet as a mouse going down the street, just a little bit of tire noise, and it is just a super vehicle. Great sound system, banging all of a sudden, 10-speaker sound system. It has a 15-inch screen on the front that you can use for a wide range of topics and navigation, controlling everything in the vehicle, when you want it to run and how you want it to run, and you can put it in conservation mode. It'll try to save a few watts of electricity so you can go even farther. Uh, if, even if you're not in the vehicle, you can access all the electronics with your smartphone so you can find out What's going on with your vehicle when it's fully charged, and all of that? Uh, it's a Sunbury Motor Mustang, uh, Must, uh, Sunbury Motor Company Mustang Mach E. It's the premium all-wheel drive version, seats five comfortably, so f- uh, five passengers comfortably. Uh, Single-speed transmission. Infinite blue is another color that's available, so you're asked to check that out if you so choose. Fifty-six thousand dollars is the price tag, but they will make you a super duper deal. They'll make you a big fat deal, and you'll be a happy customer from the Sunbury Motor Company. So please there you go John again. Pat the Sunbury Motor Company. Check it out at sunburymotors.com. Read that. This is left yesterday,
2: but still Germaine. Right. And this, at the end of the program yesterday, we talked about the fact that uh, President Trump hasn't come out, come out and called on Republicans to get the vaccine. So the only way our former president would endorse getting the vaccine is if it were named for him and each syringe had Trump and gold letters on it. Maybe a donation would also be required to say that Warp Speed was entirely responsible for the vaccines being produced is ridiculous. The pharmaceutical companies were working on a vaccine long before those words were ever uttered and Pfizer took
1: no government funding. Amen. Thank you for that email. All right, Lance, you're next up on On the Mark. Go right ahead. Hello, Lance. Oh, hi
10: there. Okay. Wake <laughs> up, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of uh, dowsing here for housing. Why, anyway, you realize uh, that uh, that $1.9 trillion amounts to $19,000 per person for everybody that's getting a check to have 100 million checks going out, and that's what I heard, that's $19,000 a person. Okay. Right? Now, on something, though, that is really, really economical, that Mustang is unbelievable. i mean, I've in some numbers here, and uh, it takes 88 kilowatts to fill up, if you want to say fill up. And charge the, up
1: charge up the battery. Yeah, you could drive across the country and back for f- four or five hundred bucks.
10: Well, yeah. See, that's $10.56 uh, at 12 cents a kilowatt. So that is about three and a half cents per mile for uh, electricity, if assuming 12 cents a kilowatt hour. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. this amounts to is, say, uh, a fossil fueled, uh, let's say, a Honda Accord, it got like 30 miles to the gallon you like driving that car with gasoline costing a dollar five i mean i know uh you know, like railroad the uh diesel electrics are so efficient it's unbelievable and when you take a ton of freight you can move it 210 miles on a gallon of fuel so this is sort of the same deal but I was really astounded when I started doing this. It took me three phone calls to finally uh, get something from Sunbury Motors, but what I got is probably the most beautiful uh, literature I think I ever really saw. It's really quite phenomenal. Everything about that Mustang you could ever imagine and the colors of it and that you did on it were really quite nice.
1: The way do you drive it? It's just ridiculous. You you hit, you step on the gas, and if you're not careful, it just takes off. And the tires don't spin. I mean, it's all wheel drive, so it's just on drive pavement, it just takes off. And, of course, you don't literally, you literally do not hear a sound. And you look down at the uh, speedometer, and next thing you know, you're going 60 in a 45 zone, and you think, oh my gosh, how did this happen? The
2: only problem, Lance, is that's our job to talk about Sunbury Motors. <laughs> Your job is to call in and talk about the topic of the day.
10: Oh, okay. Well, I'm sort of an auto-wonk, more than sort, I guess. And this really uh, really did it. Well, anyway, they talked about, you know, the Clown Act that just left down there in Washington. And it's being uh, replaced with another uh, part of the variety show. And I believe it's Edgar Harris Bergen and Charlie Biden McCarthy. I really think that's uh, the way it is.
2: So you believe then, that uh, Joe Biden is sitting on Kamala Harris's lap and she's pulling the strings
1: making his mouth go and the words not come really out. strings I think you put the hand right in the back of there's a lever there yeah you yeah,
10: enjoy that again. no
1: strings no <laughs> strings attached <laughs> all levers <laughs> all right we'll leave her be unless you have more to say,
2: Lance yeah, we got another call penny thank you well um I really
10: uh, would like to just uh, leave with a uh, little bit of a uh, I guess
2: you call it a, a limerick or a whatever. <laughs> we don't, unless you made it up. Yeah, we, we <laughs> we heard, we've we heard your limericks.
1: We can't yes. use them on the air. <laughs> Thank you, though. Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. we will chat later. Bye. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, Mike, or Mark, I'm sorry. Go right yes. ahead. Go ahead.
11: Okay. Well, a couple of things. Uh, There's supposed to be a trillion dollars left over from last year's uh, budget, or uh stimulus then. I'd like to know where that's going. That's and a then good then question. Got, yeah.
2: That's a good question.
11: And then, yeah. And then another thing, you put my interest on these electric cars. Now, I got some information that they, the, the battery, uh, in cold climate, uh, you know, up around Minnesota and there, or down in the extremely hot climate, like Arizona, they last about seven to eight years and they're shot. And you go to replace a battery like that, it's very, very expensive.
1: Okay. Right, well, that's where the cost. The, the, you know, we talk about the real cost. Uh, Fortune and Lance just called in and said, "We, well, yeah, it only costs you pennies to drive," which is hundred percent true. You can go to California and back, uh, you know, for less than hundred dollars. But it is still a vehicle, so over the course of its entire lifetime, you are going to pay X number of dollars per year, and then of course you'll have a lump sum. Now, the main battery on it is still less than ten thousand dollars, but it's going to be, you know, three, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars to replace those batteries exactly. when the time comes. Right. So the the real cost, it is much less expensive than driving a the gasoline vehicle. Plus, of course, you don't have the gasoline uh, issues that can pop up over a long period, oh, you know, over that 10-year period with a vehicle. But I guess your goal would be for you, uh, we're going to get one for Mark from Watsontown. You have to sell it after six years. So yes,
11: because I like to keep my vehicle more than I don't put that many miles on the vehicle. And I uh, have it sit around and deteriorate in extremely cold weather hot weather well, if you're down in arizona that would be an interest uh, that i'd have to uh, look into a little more i don't think it'd be a wise move for
1: me still cheaper in the long run to go electric than than a gasoline motor but, but it's not for everybody power?
11: where are you going to get the power uh nuclear or what i <laughs> mean
1: yeah that's an excellent point excellent oh, question yeah. there's
11: some more things to think about there. <laughs> right ford so has, I has no also opinion about on the border. There. Uh, i'm very. Upset about what this is going to cost us in security and financially if this thing uh, isn't straightened out. Uh, it's a serious situation down there. So I get right. my frustrations
2: on that.
1: Thank you. Now okay. we're back on topic. Thank yeah. you. Now, did you Appreciate want to talk it. about our
2: comments or uh, comments about the issues we were talking about today? He just did. Okay, he's very concerned. Oh,
11: about what else do you want me to comment on. No, that's well, it. No, it. Anything?
1: Huh? We're good to go. We're going to read emails and text. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good talking to you, folks. Take, take care, care, Mark. Thank take you take so care. much, Mark. Appreciate that.
2: And one of our texters says, "I have a question: Are Chris and Dale related? <laughs> not that we know
1: of, but not we though, don't we're know where they all are. No. All right." As as much
2: as you think Republicans are a cult for Trump, here's your answer to that question. I know many people that are getting it on their own without Trump's help, and many aren't getting it on their own without help from Trump. Oh, I think think the vaccine. vaccine, Yeah, yeah,
1: we could use a subject there. Well, sir or miss or whoever, synonymous. Um, anonymous. It, would, but, it uh, would
2: make sense to have
1: that. Yeah, the subject is But I vaccine. still think, we,
2: we talked about this at the end of the program yesterday, that President Trump has not called upon Republicans to do that. And, and a survey showed that some 50 percent of Republicans said they weren't planning on getting the vaccine. Hmm. Now, they didn't say why they weren't getting it, and it wasn't. I, do, I don't think anybody would say, well, I didn't get it because President Trump didn't tell me to. <laughs> I don't believe it. we're all that stupid. All right, upper right-hand corner, go. Good <laughs> so morning Guys, I do agree that the economy will collapse once this extra money gets in and causes inflation. When will it collapse? I don't want to make a guess, but the only thing that's holding this economy together is the Lord. Thanks, guys, and have a great rest of your day.
1: All right, appreciate that. And this is after we uh, reduce the level of zealotry that we'll tolerate on the show. One of our listeners sent us a no- says, note. says,
2: thank you for cutting off the religious fanatics, or as you call them, zealots. I am so sick and tired of having them call and get crazy about their religion. Whether we are Protestants, Catholic, or another denomination of religion, our faith is what is important, not how they interpret it. Again, thank you.
1: Coming from a fine local Lutheran out there, so we appreciate (laughs) that email. All right, we have a couple of minutes, uh, or a couple of seconds left, just just seconds. Tomorrow we have open phones again. Right. Governor Cuomo, President well, Trump, President, President Biden, Cuomo, yeah, I think the that's
2: U.S.-Mexico border. Still, all that stuff's still going to be here tomorrow morning. <laughs> we'll see which one of it rises to the top.
1: And, of course, uh, by then, the Joe Pag Show will have another excerpt for us to air, <laughs> our annual 18-second clip from the show. We thank everybody for listening. Thank you so much. Don't forget, we got a slowdown on 147 at Brush Valley Road outside Sunbury. This is WKOK Sunbury.